You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 19. Why is it important to have inspections done when buying a home? Part one. Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed herein. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 20 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all solo podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley, and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation over the phone consultation with Steve, you can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. talking about home inspections. So why is it important to have home inspections done when buying a home? The easiest answer to that is so you know the condition of the home. Uh, whether it's new, I, I a lot of times I get the, well, it's a new home, I don't need a home inspection comment. And I kind of just chuckle because people don't really understand the difference between a home inspection and a code inspection. And just because your city or county inspector signed everything off and gave you what we call a CO, Certificate of uh, Occupancy, meaning you passed all their codes. Those are code inspections, and codes are different everywhere. Uh, as you very well know, where we live, they don't even have codes. The county does, the city doesn't, which is really odd. And even with the county, they're only the only requirements they have is a perk test for septic system so it's just it, it, every everywhere is different and, and obviously the different places are all unique there's other places in wyoming where in the larger counties if you own 40 acres or more and you build a house you don't have to have code inspections done so it's it's a it's a slippery slope um but anyhow to really answer the question a code inspection is just, they're looking for code violations. When you hire a home inspector, that home inspector comes in and they're working in your best interest. That guy working for the city or woman working for the city or county that does code inspections isn't being paid by you. It's paid through the permitting process. You can't go back on them on anything. Whereas a home inspector, they are there to protect you as the client. 
And yes, it, as a home inspector, we're not code inspectors, but we do have standards that we inspect to. So as far as safety codes, um, that's mainly as far as when it comes to codes that we're focused on. A good home inspector, when I was doing home inspections, I didn't know what the codes were in the cities I was doing inspections, but as a previous contractor, I knew what all the UBC codes were. So I inspected more or less to those codes, if that makes sense. So it big difference. Code inspections, there's really no liability on that inspector versus a home inspector. If you blatantly and you can prove gross negligence, if they miss something, you have someone to go back on. So basically what I hear you saying is that everybody should get a home inspection just yes. so they know where their home yes. is at. If you're, if you're buying, you always need a home inspection done. And going back to the, the new construction, one of the things I did when I was an inspector, I charged the same price for the home inspection as if it, that I would for a 30-year-old home. But what I offered to those clients on new construction, because obviously it goes quicker, the homes are vacant, it's brand new, so it's easier to, to inspect. One thing I did offer for them was I would do, most contractors have a one-year warranty. I would do a follow-up inspection in nine, or sorry, nine months. So like three months prior to their warranty expiring, they obviously were living there. They could explain cracks. They could explain whatever concerns. And, and then I would re-inspect like the roof and the major components. And that was part of that fee. So that it was, it was an easier way for me to sell it to my clients on, with new construction that, hey, you know, I'm there for you. Plus, I'm going to come back and we're going to have things in writing that you're going to send to your contractor that you want to address before your warranty expires. And if you're, if you're not buying a new home, it's no different than mold inspections that we talk about or radon testing. It's never a bad idea. You don't necessarily need a home inspector to come in if you've been living in your home for 30 years. But you probably should have a mold inspector come in every two years. Yeah, so you know what's going on exactly. in your home. Now, walk us through what a home inspection actually entails. Because somebody who's never bought a home before, or even somebody who's bought a home and just let their realtor handle everything with the home inspection, they probably don't know what happens during a home inspection. So what does it entail? So I cover this in my latest book, uh, Black Mold and Home Inspections, What Your Realtor Won't Tell You. And... I didn't, we didn't use the subtitle or write, I didn't write the book to disparage realtors, but one of the biggest mistakes you can make is allowing your realtor to take care of that. And if you don't know what goes on in a home inspection, you probably should be a little more involved in the largest investment you're ever making. And I'm not saying that to be rude, but you should know what goes on in a home inspection because you were there. If you can't make it, obviously there's other, other uh, ways that you can talk to the inspector or whatever, but as far as a home inspection, I'm not going to go through everything because I could probably talk for two hours about that. But we start with the exterior. We're looking for major defects. So when you have a home inspector come in, he's a generalist. He's he's like your GP. And I use that analogy all the time. If you go to your GP and you have to have rotator cuff surgery on your shoulder, you're probably not going to have him do it. But he's the one that... that said, hey, you need to go to a specialist. So he's the one that initially um, found the problem, which is, that's not really the best way to, to give an analogy with that. But anyhow, your, your home inspector is there as a generalist. So what we call it is it's a non-invasive visual inspection. 
when we say non-invasive, we're not cutting holes in walls. We're not pulling back baseboards. We're there just to more or less take a snapshot. So we start outside, make sure there's no missing shingles, make sure the grading's good, test the lights, test, you know, garage doors. We, we test, and I know it sounds very broad, but we test pretty much everything except for things like alarm systems, sprinkler systems. I never inspected unless they wanted it extra fee or I would charge them an extra fee. We don't typically inspect outbuildings like a shop or barns because they're not really going to affect you as, as the uh, homeowner. We also don't inspect stuff like central vac, uh, low voltage things such as telephone, cable TV. Uh, what else is there? In, in, uh, in wall surround sound, stuff like that. But as far as electrical, we check all the electrical stuff. Plumbing, we check all the plumbing fixtures. There's a septic system. We do a flood test on that. We test all the doors, windows, every outlet that's accessible. We check all the lights inside. We're looking for cracks, water stains, mold. Test your furnace, um, water heater, all that kind of stuff. Other things we don't typically test. Now, I... When I did them, I would test the stove and oven, but microwaves and stuff like that, unless they were built in, I wouldn't test any of that stuff. Toasters that are on a counter, we don't test, stuff like that. So you're there pretty much as a generalist that's trained and certified, which you need to make sure that you, you have the proper inspector. But we're, we're more or less there to say, okay, do we need to get a mold expert in here? Do we need to bring in an electrician, a plumber, uh, an engineer? So we're just kind of there to look at the major defects on a home. So, and and help me understand this. Should the buyer, the home buyer, be on site with the inspector when the inspector is doing the inspection? Yes. And I I did that. I, I did inspections for oh, probably about 10 years. And I always recommended that my client was there. And the reason why, obviously, is so that I could go over everything with them. They could see the home the way I was seeing it. They couldn't, let's say they lived in California and you're doing an inspection in Wyoming. Well, they could move into the home a month later after the inspection. And the previous owner could have taken light fixtures or taken doors off hinges or doorknobs. And, you know, if, if you weren't there... You don't know for sure, which I took a lot of pictures, but I wouldn't take pictures of things that weren't defective. Well, if my client came back and said, well, all this stuff was missing when I moved in. Why didn't you report it? Well, I I had to professionally say to them, well, if you would have been there at the time of the inspection, you would have known those components were there. So you need to be there for, for that reason, because we, like I said earlier, we only take a snapshot of the home. We can only report what's going on at that time, I could walk out of that door from that inspection. The next day, the dishwasher could quit working. So if you're there, you know, as a, as the, the buyer, my client, that I tested those things and those things were there. Another reason is, is it's, it's easier. It's a lot easier to explain to people, you know, this crack is okay. This crack's not, or this is what's going on here with the grading and drainage. I, I think it's causing this issue here. This is why I think there's mold in the attic above it. So there's a lot of different components that you, it's tough to explain over the phone. And one thing you have to realize is, is that inspector works nine to five like you do. And you, it, it's, 
I'm not going to say it's rude, but you can't expect the inspector to do an inspection at six o'clock at night. And then on the other hand, you know, the reason I, that it reminded me of that, you have to understand too, that he does the inspection on site. So he's there for two to three hours, depending on the, the, uh, condition of the home. Then he has to go do the report, which for me, and I have a very detailed report, took about 45 minutes to an hour and a half. Well, then if you call that inspector and you're on the phone with him for an hour explaining stuff, he's got seven or eight hours invested in you and you're only paying him $300 or $350. So you have to be respectful of their time too. Last thing I want to touch on with the client being there, don't be shocked. And this is how I did it. I had a routine and if, and I'm not being rude, but this is typically how it went. The husband and wife are there. And if they're there from the beginning, the the husband's usually following me around. And then the wife comes out and grabs us and says, hey, can you come look at this? And I'm still outside. I haven't even made my way inside. It's a, it's a huge distraction to the inspector. And that brings up having kids there also. It's a very big distraction if you're there the entire time. And... What I would do is I would tell my clients, okay, I'm starting the inspection at noon, show up at 1.30. That gave me enough time that I had inspected all the major things. And by the time they showed up, I was just testing outlets and simple things. And the reason why, I would tell them when they got there, if they showed up, or even if they were there from the very beginning, I'm not being rude, go do your thing, leave me alone, let me do my thing because I have a routine and if you're distracting me, I'm going to miss things on the inspection. So you got to, you need to be there, but you don't need to be there the whole time. And it, it's something that some people understand. Some people get upset and want to be there the whole time. Some people just don't even care. They don't even show up. And to me, the, to, I, I never understood that. That's like buying a car and you don't even test drive it. Yeah. Like you, you, you have your buddy go test drive it, so... Well, and how common is it? I've found in the two times that I've been through the home buying process that I wasn't at either home inspection because I let my realtors take care of it. How often is it that the home buyers let the realtor handle the home inspection process and then they're not, they don't actually know what's going on with it? Well, you know, obviously I know your profession is not construction or home inspections, but did the, did you just allow your realtor to do it or did your realtor say, you don't need to be there because uh, I am curious. Like, were they, were they pushing to not have you there? Or yeah. Were, they were, were like, they... they're like, we'll take care of it. We got the home yeah, inspector so... lined up, you know, the whole thing. Like it was a, we'll take. And I assumed at that time, because I didn't know any better that that's how the process went, that the realtor is the one who takes care of the home inspection. But the way that you're describing it, the buyer should be actively involved in the home right. inspection process. So I cover this in the book and it's one of the reasons um, why the book was named the way it was. Your realtor should have nothing to do with the inspection process. When I say nothing, I, I, I mean nothing except for you go to them. You're the home buyer. You go to them per my, my inspection report and say, okay, here's what I want fixed. There's this, this, and this. And you're not going to get everything fixed, but major things. The only thing that realtor should be doing in the inspection process is sending an addendum to the seller stating my client wants A, B, and C addressed or they want X amount of dollars off the price of the home. The, the biggest concern I have, and I, and I dealt with this a lot, the realtors did take care of everything. 
And when they did that, for the most part, I was really good inspector. And it's a good thing, but then it's a bad thing with the realtors because they don't like a good inspector. They want to sell a home. And at the end of the day, I understand that's what they get paid to do. I'm not paid to disrupt the sell at home, but I'm paid to protect my client. So if your realtor doesn't want you involved and they're just going to take care of everything, I would question, and I'm not questioning the inspector himself, but I'm questioning what the realtor is focused on. Is it your best interest or is it selling the home? And I, another question I do have for you, and I'm just curious because I've heard different answers. When you had the realtors take care of everything, did they send you a copy of the report? No, they never sent me. They told me, <laughs> basically they said it passed or in the second home it didn't pass. You got to do this, this, and this. But I didn't really. Do you see the yeah. difference? Knowing what you know now. So so I'm sure you know this. Is there a pass or fail to a home inspection? There's not. There isn't. Yeah. And I've never, ever, have I ever, on even on a brand new home, have I done a home inspection and not found anything wrong? Yeah. This takes us back to code inspections versus home inspections. A code inspection is a pass or fail because a code states, you know, that all outlets in the bathrooms have to be GFCI protected. Well, if they're not, then that's a pass or fail. Whereas my home inspection was, we reported everything we came across. Now, when I say everything, I had disclaimers that we didn't pay attention to carpet or anything like that natural wear and tear, but we reported everything. And that the reason why is we were given our clients the option of do, does this matter? Does the mold matter to me? Or am I more concerned about a hole in a wall? So yeah, at the end of the day, the worst thing you can do is let your realtor take care of everything just because of what you just said. And I've had it for the most part, what I always hear is when I ask that question, did you, did you even get a copy of the report? They're like, no. So at the end of the day, it's more or less, this is just kind of part of the process, if that makes sense, that a realtor's like, oh, well, yeah, we had the inspection done and it passed. At the end of the day, if you have problems five years down the road, who are you going to go back on? Exactly. You can't really, at that (laughs) point, you can't really go after anybody. Yeah. Because... You know, you probably initialed or signed somewhere that stated you should have been at the inspection or exactly. that you were allowing the realtor to take care of all that. So, yeah, never. That's the worst thing you can do is, is and I say it in my book, when you hear the we take care of everything line, you need to find a new realtor. And there you have it. We have so much more to talk about, especially from Steve's book, Black Mold and Home Inspections. Listen to the next episode because we're going to continue this conversation. Episode 20, continuing talking about why it's important to have inspections done when buying a home. So check out part two coming up next week. Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.